Welcome, everyone, to the Plant Services Tool Belt Podcast. I'm Tom Wealth, the Chief Editor of Plant Services, and today I am joined by Paige Morse, the Industry Marketing Director at Aspen Technology, for a preview of the upcoming virtual Optimize 21 event taking place May 18th through 20th. Welcome, Paige, and thanks for being on the podcast with us today for a special event preview. Great. Thanks, Tom. It's good to be here and to be able to talk about Optimize. Well, and it's just coming up in a few weeks. Can you tell us what attendees can expect from the event? Sure. So Optimize is a global event that we typically have every two years, and it's for executives and operational leaders who are in processing industries. And at this event, we focus on how we can all accelerate our digitalization journey, learn about new capabilities, So we can deal with these crazy markets that we're in now, particularly the volatility and the uncertainty. And I'll tell you, our our participants are really global, come from across the world, but they're focused on process industries particularly. So things like oil and gas, chemicals, metals and mining, pharma, those are the main areas that we work in. Um, And what happens at this event is customers come and tell their stories. They talk about their digitalization projects, what's really working well in their business, some successes that they've had. Um, And it's it's a really neat networking opportunity. Well, and as you mentioned, we're virtual this year, different Mm -hmm. kind of feeling, but the plus is we're able to reach a much bigger audience now. And already, I mean, our registration is way higher than we've ever had for in-person. So that's wonderful. And it's a great opportunity really to engage. And it's a huge event as well. So several thousand people. And also we're gonna have plenary sessions. We've got panel discussions. We've got detailed, really technical tracks and focus in that area. And some of it also will be very industry specific. So we'll just have things for energy companies and another separate set just for chemical companies and for metals and mining, as I mentioned. So it's it's a huge event and got about 150 speakers. So. That's optimized in a nutshell. That sounds terrific. You know, a large chunk of our audience is in the process industries, and those who aren't include people in discrete manufacturing, utilities, who also draw from a lot of the knowledge that develops from the process industries. Um, And I know one of the most pressing challenges facing them across the board is to understand and address climate change by reducing their environmental impact. I noticed that's going to be a prime topic at, um, at Optimize this year. You know, we've also noticed that many in industry are embracing these sort of long deferred digitalization initiatives um, over the past COVID year. Can you talk about what you're seeing in industry in regards to that trend, um, as well as a special role that AI or artificial intelligence has to play as part of that? Yeah, sure. I'll do that. And so first, I'll just speak generally about digitalization. Then let me dive into AI specifically. So I agree with you. This last year, we've kind of refocused things a bit. And there's just this incredible new urgency where we think about climate change, environmental impact of operations. And as we look at that focus, we really are thinking a lot more about risk and just how we manage our overall operations. Digital has a really important place to play in all of this. And so I think, you know, for many of us, those who did digital projects say years ago, we did focus often on efficiency, but at that time it was more about cost. How can I get costs down, make my assets more efficient? These days, it's still about efficiency, of course, 
but we're now thinking more about, well, what about CO2 emissions? How can I reduce those? What if I can, how can I reduce waste output from my um, operations? Or the latest thing, of course, how can I introduce more, say, re recycled content into my operations as well? So this is a new way to think about projects. And as I mentioned in the past, we thought about cost. So we mentioned, we uh, measured success mostly in terms of dollars or euros or whatever currency, but now we're thinking a lot more about new metrics like CO2 emission reduction and waste reduction and that kind of thing. And the plus is our digital solutions are so much better now than they were even just a few years ago. So we can really look at these new metrics. We can think about CO2 emissions and really chart our progress there. And we've got much better ways to gain efficiency from the assets that we have. So it, we're in a great spot right now to really resolve some of these really big environmental concerns and new challenges. And so we're working with customers a lot on that. But one thing I want to clarify in like sustainability topics, there's this immediacy, which is the efficiency part that we were talking about. But the other part that's also coming out of sustainability right now is these longer term challenges. There's two particular areas people talk about right now, particularly when it comes to long term. One is the energy transition. This idea that as a community, as a society, as a, an economy, we need to shift to other types of energy. That's a long term project. It's not something that you quickly switch over all the vehicles that we drive or all the heating we have and certainly all the processes we run. So that's a long project. Digital is helping there as well. And then the other long-term piece of it is called something called the circular economy. I don't know if you're familiar with that term, but it, it's this idea that when you make something, if you have any emissions or any waste, you need to reuse it and get it back into the economy. And then also when you finish with a product, let's think about that plastic bottle that you're using, how do I reuse it, put it back into the cycle and not send it to the landfill? As you can see, that's another long-term big challenge and digital solutions also help there. So what, what we're doing right now with customers is talking to them on all, all those levels, the shorter term energy efficiency, resource efficiency area, and then also the longer term challenge of the energy transition and the circular economy. And we're, talk, we're going to talk about all of that at Optimize as well. And then you talked about artificial intelligence. So digital helps with all those things that I mentioned, but AI is a very specific capability that we can apply towards our digital capability. And, and the plus of this is that AI takes previous data, previous learning, and now helps us apply it towards the future. So it helps you come up with better solutions and often faster solutions. And that's a big issue. And particularly, as I mentioned, these longer term things like needing new fuels or new, new materials where we don't have emissions concerns, AI can really help with all of this. And I'll, I'll tell you, Aspentech has a lot of experience in this area. And we actually um, use the term industrial AI. And, what we mean by that is that it's this concept of artificial intelligence and applying it, but perfectly within the context of the process industry. Aspen Tech has a lot of experience in process industry. We started about 40 years ago. We work closely with chemical and energy companies and now other industries as well. 
So we have a great understanding of what the particular challenges are. So with industrial AI, that means we take all that knowledge, all the industry challenges that we know of, all of the constraints we have to work in, and then apply AI capabilities to that. And by doing that, it really gives us a, a big opportunity to solve these large challenges, develop new energy sources, develop new products and processes for the circular economy. And that's a great opportunity for all of us right now. You know, and one of the nuts and bolts challenges that we've heard from are facing our readers, especially in maintenance reliability, is the issue of supply chain and spare parts. You know, there, there was a time when uh, lean was the way to go and you wanted to have just enough inventory to uh, to keep the machines going according to the schedule that you would develop based on all the asset data you've collected. And now there, there's more hiccups in that process. Um, yeah. And it wouldn't surprise me if AI was used to start solving those kind of problems too. Um, it, will Optimize 21 be covering the supply chain side of things too? Oh, definitely. Yeah, that is an extremely hot topic right now, supply chain. I think, you know, about a year ago this time, we all learned about supply chains because suddenly we couldn't get what we expected in our stores. And then, you know, even just the last several weeks, supply chains are back to being top of mind. Either it was the freeze in Houston that shut down so many things, or then it was that big tanker that got stuck in the Suez Canal. And we realize when we get these disruptions, how interconnected we are. And so when you get hiccups in the supply chain, they reverberate all the way through. I mean, we're still seeing price spikes in major chemical products, for example, around the world because of what happened in February in Houston. So this is a big topic. So the key, though, is obviously this volatile world that we're in. You can't stop those kind of events. These things happen. What you can do, though, is prepare your company to be more responsive and to make better decisions when this stuff does happen, because it will. And so we're talking to so many customers about this, and we'll do more of it at Optimize. Um, but specifically about how you can use digital supply chain solutions first to get visibility across your supply chain. Because as I say, many people have long supply chains, several steps. And then you need visibility first, but then what you need is alignment across your business. Often this spreads across states or countries or regions, all of your supply chain and get alignment. So you can see what's going on understand your constraints and your economic situation, and then make a better business decision to respond. And so many companies right now are eager to increase their capability here. And then we've got others that have great stories where they said, I'm so glad I did this. Um, it has really helped us so much. In fact, we had a um, recent conversation with company Hexion, and we'll hear about them at Optimize as well, where they really talk about their great agile capability that they have now for sales and operations execution, all because of the digital capability they've built in. Yeah, it's, it's amazing the difference that something as small as a set screw can make. And if those get held up oh, in the supply yeah. chain, uh, the additional downtime they can generate from that up, up to larger and more complex assets like high efficiency motors. Yes, exactly. It's equipment driven, but then of course it's raw material as well. So all of those things, and if you can get visibility and as I say, understand the economics, mm-hmm. and you can ultimately make a better business decision. And that's really what we're after here. 
Well, and I was looking through the agenda for the event too, looking forward trying to pick out some of the sessions I wanted to make sure not to miss. And I noticed that there are some presentations that focus on areas that directly impact um, the plant services readership, like predictive maintenance, energy management. Um, could you talk a little bit about what MRO professionals can get out of attending Optimize 21 or, or some of those sessions that they might want to be interested in? Sure, you're right. I, I've been speaking kind of generally about Optimize. Let's talk a bit more specifically. So as I said, we've got a huge number of sessions and we're going to talk about sustainability quite a bit and also um, operational excellence. And we're going to do it at two levels. We'll have a st strategic conversations like in our plenary sessions. And then we'll go all the way down to operational leaders where they'll tell their specific story from their specific unit. And I think your, um, the audience we have today will be interested in both aspects of it. So let me just give you an example. We have a plenary session. It's a panel conversation and called the sustainability imperative. This idea that every company has got to deal with this. And on this panel, we have got leaders from refining and chemical companies talking about their digital strategies to make sure that they've got more sustainable operations. So we have leaders like from Philip 66, from chemical company Sobic. We've got some industry perspective shared by McKinsey, and they're gonna be talking about their strategy. So that's useful at the higher leadership level to kind of lay out a plan. But then we've got very specific sessions um, from company and project leaders. So for example, using machine learning, so this AI capability to improve say equipment maintenance programs and operational safety. We're gonna hear from uh, Blue Star, which is a Chinese chemical company. They've got a specific story. Also IRPC, which is a refining company in Thailand will also talk about exactly how they've used machine learning on their rotating equipment with a focus on reducing unplanned outages. So we'll hear all the specifics of how they've done this in their operations. And in fact, we have a whole track of sessions that will run all three days of the event on the 18th, 19th and 20th, focused on asset performance management solutions. And I think a lot of the, the maintenance and reliability staff will be very interested in that whole session. And it's about 15 different presentations that would be of good interest. But you mentioned operations as well. And Earlier, I, I talked about some supply chain needs. Well, we've got several companies coming to talk about that. So for example, some specialty chemical companies like DuPont, Hexion, I mentioned, Albemarle, and they're gonna talk specifically about implementation, implementations they've done in their global businesses and how they look at say economic evaluation and think about how to make a better decision with these volatile markets. And um, we've also got Sabic will come and talk about its sales and operations planning process and the what if scenarios that they do to help them optimize their business and supply chain operations. So these are really important areas because as we've talked about before, this whole idea of agility and good business decisions despite the volatility of the current markets is really important capability. So um, yeah, I think that those are sessions that will be useful. And then, of course, last point on operations as well, advanced process control. for So people in the audience, we've got a, a lot of new capabilities where we're actually applying artificial intelligence and this industrial AI concept towards improving advanced process control and making it much quicker to, um, to implement into units, so great value in doing that and even apply it towards batch processes as well, which is a whole new capability.
So that just gives you an idea of some of the areas that we'll be talking about. Fantastic. Well, I can't wait for it to happen. I mean, uh, it's only in a couple of short weeks. So Paige, thank you for being on the podcast today to give us a preview of the event and to really highlight uh, how relevant this is for maintenance and reliability operations, folks. Great. Yep. Thanks. Um, for everyone listening, Optimize 21 takes place in just two weeks, as Paige said, from May 18th through 20th. You can register for the event at www.optimize2021.com. That link's also in the podcast notes. The event is virtual this year, so take advantage of that. It's free to register. And let me just add as well, the event is that week in May, but most of the content will be available all the way till the end of June. So you can listen to it later, catch it on replay. If you can't make it during those days, you don't want to miss the content. You know, and for an audience whose time is not always their own page, that's really crucial. So thank you for mentioning that. Um, Thanks once again to our sponsor, Aspen Tech. And thank you, Paige, for being with us again. And thanks, everyone, for listening. See you at the event. Thanks.